This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, my friends. Yes, a place to be inspired, informed, and hopefully entertained on the parenting journey. I'm your host, Casey O'Rourke, parent coach, positive discipline trainer, and even more importantly, mother to two children who teach me every single day about how to practice showing up in a way that is helpful, connected, and humble who also point out when I am not showing up that way. (laughs) When we choose into joyful courage, we are choosing into rejoicing in the opportunities for self-growth and discovery that exist on the parenting journey. Yes, I did say rejoicing in those opportunities and it's work, but so worth it. The path we are searching for is in our practice. Super grateful you're here to practice with me. Thank you so much for being a part of the community. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It's a solo show today. It's a solo show, and I am super stoked to be here with you and to show up and um, check in. Yeah, so... Two weeks ago, I spoke into my truth and it was pretty awesome. Um, What I'm referring to is the show that went out on March, no, February something, February 27th. That was uh, me speaking into politics and parenting and, um, When I initially hit publish on that, I noticed that I was feeling both resolve and a little bit of fear, right? Up until that day, I had let fear of not being liked, fear of confrontation, keep me from saying some of the things that I believe with my whole heart. And when that show went live, the day that show went live, you know, as it unfolded, I noticed that I was a bit more aware 
of the fact that I had a show go live a bit more on edge about the content, mostly just hoping that it landed with all of you. Because first and foremost, I see this podcast and my calling as being in service to you. And that's an interesting thing, right? Being in service to you while also having some really strong opinions. And I can get in my head about, well, you know, I don't want to say things that, you know, that are, that are my opinion. Like I have opinions. And when I think about my audience, I know that we don't all share those opinions. However, you know, when you have those experiences and there's just that knock, 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 knock at the door, there's that uh, feeling of, I gotta, I gotta say something right now. So I was having that experience and, um, with the shooting and everything. And, and I just, I just couldn't be silent. So I went for it. And what I realized about halfway through the day that that show went live was that while I was aware and while I was aware that my vulnerability, right, that I got real vulnerable and made it super public, the way that I was experiencing that had shifted. And really, it wasn't fear that was coming alive. It was excitement. I was so excited to hear the feedback. Even knowing that I might not it might not all be positive that I might be hearing from people, you know, that they disagreed with me or that they didn't want to hear about my opinion, whatever. I was just so excited to think that I put something so powerful out. And by powerful, I mean raw and real and authentic that it would spur people to share with me, right? And I could learn from whatever the feedback was. And it felt like the scat, like, like not scaffolding, but almost like this mud cast, like this, like as if I had been my little spirit, <laughs> my little spirit had been encased in like dry plaster or mud. And throughout the day, it was as if my spirit broke through that. And it was an experience of, I'm not afraid to be seen. I'm not afraid to be my most authentic truth. And it was so, so freeing. And, you know, I think that that plaster, that encasing that I had been existing inside of, I think it, you know, we build that over time, right? We build that over time to keep ourselves safe and to avoid pain, Right. And for me, the deepest pain comes from my idea or my um, attachment to what rejection and abandonment feels like. And so in order to not have to experience rejection and abandonment, I learned over time to be a people pleaser and to not be too over the top, although any of you that know me personally know that I can be over the top, but there is a, there is a line, you know, there's this line that, 
that isn't crossed because I don't want to offend. I don't want to be misunderstood or misperceived or blah, 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 fill in the blank, right? But I'm not afraid of that anymore. And letting go of my attachment to that has opened up the possibility that rejection and abandonment are actually neutral, right? I mean, when I think about friends in my life, a couple of friends come to mind, a couple gals who I so admire their willingness and ability to be, you know, to say, I don't care what people think and to be in their authenticity all the time and put it all out there and, you know, without fear. And I, you know, I would sit and just, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. I wish I could do that. And it's not that I can't because I can, right? And I might lose a couple people along the way, but you know, like I think about what Brene Brown has written about belonging. And if we're not being our authentic selves in our relationships, then that's, we don't truly belong, right? We only truly belong when we are inside of our relationships as our most authentic self and loved anyway. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. 
When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. Right? And so in this community, this Joyful Courage community that we are all a part of, I would like to invite each and every one of you to step in, in your full expression, in your full authenticity. And if that means that you need to send me an email and say, Casey, I love your show. Always start with connecting (laughs) before correcting. And then you need to follow it with, here's something that you know, that bothered me or here's something that maybe you want to think about. Do you remember back last fall when I got the email from the dad who said, hey, I really like your show. And sometimes I feel like I've walked into the ladies room because you speak to your audience as if it's all women. And I just want you to know that I listen. That was him stepping into his authenticity. And I got to receive that feedback and shift some of the language that I use on the show so that I could be more inclusive because ultimately that's what I want. And if what I wanted was a show for women, I could have said, wow, I'm so glad that you listen. And actually I am speaking to the women, right? Then I could have said that, but that's not my come from. My come from is this show is for everyone. So I was so glad to get that feedback. And if you ever have feedback like that for me, please bring it to me. If that's your truth, if that's your authenticity, speak into it, right? And look for places in your life that you can do that because The reason that I'm talking about this today is I can't, I I just want to share with you the unfolding of this Parents and Politics show. So the show went live. I got more feedback about that show on social media, in private messages, through email. I heard from so many of you how grateful you were that I was talking about what I was talking about. You told me that sharing my action steps has inspired and motivated you to take action steps in your communities. And, you know, you just felt very moved that I would show up on the platform that I have and be so real and raw and emotional. So I got more feedback around that than any other show that I've done. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. The other thing I want to say is it's two weeks later. What have I done? So I wanted to give you kind of a recap, right? So I had said I would go to the principal's meeting. I went. There was about 10 parents there and a handful of which I knew by the end. And this was for the middle school here in town. By the end of the meeting, I had said yes to being on the PTA board for the middle school. I do not know how that happened. It was very fast. I think I was, I think it was witchcraft. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, So yeah. And so being able to then show up at um, the PTA board meeting last night and um, offer myself as a resource, right? Again, navigating through this place where I go, where I don't always speak up because I don't want to one, take over. I don't want to seem like a know-it-all. Basically, I don't want to be judged. I think that what I'm learning about myself is I 
have this perception that people are going to judge me. Now, maybe that is an invitation for me to look at the way that I judge others. Could be a good learning experience for me. But again, it's that attachment to how other people see me. And so at the meeting last night, I really decided like, you know what? No, I am here in service to the middle school kids and their families. And if I have an idea or if I have some thoughts about ways of spending money or holding events or whatever. If I, I mean, I have, I'm a resource, I'm going to speak up. And it was so fantastic. And I get to go meet with the principal tomorrow morning, later today, it's Thursday, the eighth, I'm going to our local community coalition meeting. So I'm following through with that, where the conversation is going to be around bringing some important documentaries into town and holding uh, panel discussions afterwards. So things are happening. I met with the leadership teacher at the high school who um, I totally love. Oh my gosh. She's awesome. And um, just got to, again, offer myself as a resource. I work, I've worked in schools. I've been a teacher. I do this positive discipline work, you know, to hold back. And here's the, here's the message, right? To hold back and not offer yourself as a resource to hold your gifts and keep your gifts to the world inside is selfish, right? It's selfish. It's been selfish of me not to enter into my community because of my fear of judgment and confrontation and blah, 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 blah. So I've really, I've done so much work, right? And I have taught parenting classes here in town. A lot of my work is online. The podcast obviously is, you know, international, which is fabulous. But I've been pretty quiet in my own home community. And um, and I want to say sorry to all of you that are listening that are from my town. Like, sorry about that. But now I'm stepping into it. I'm stepping into my truth and I'm starting at a very local level. So I'm sharing this because my hope is that you're hearing me talk about things that you also struggle with, that you also play with because the fear of the unknown is so much greater than the actual unknown, right? The fear of judgment and rejection. And so keeping our mouths shut and our opinions to ourselves and and not stepping in and taking the risk of saying, hey, I have an idea is a disservice to the world. So stop doing that. Stop creating excuses for why you keep yourself small. And as I'm saying that to you listeners, I'm saying that to myself as well, because I am done with all the excuses. I'm done with all the excuses. Hey there, just interrupting this solo show to remind you that you have about two and a half weeks to go to sign up for the Joyful Courage 10. It's a free 10-day deep dive into bringing more intentionality, consciousness, awareness into your parenting practice. It's like a it's like a cleanse of sorts. It's like a uh, boot camp that will in the end support you in creating practices and rituals that will help you be more available, more present, more non-judgmental in your parenting practice. So check it out. Go over to www.joyfulcourage.com slash JC10, www.joyfulcourage.com slash JC10. Sign up today. I'm so excited. Being done with all the excuses 
right? Deciding that we are going to take action, deciding that we are going to be more authentic, more honest, more vulnerable is also an invitation to recognize where we are attached to outcome, okay? Where we are attached to outcome. And do you know what I mean when I say that? So, you know, there's so many places, there's so many places where attachment gets in our way. And I'm not talking about like attachment parenting, that kind of attachment. I'm talking about when you know, something plays out and it's not how you thought it would be. And then the disappointment, the defeat, the blaming, the shaming that shows up, whether it's um, focused outward towards the other people or inward towards yourself. So when we talk about being attached, how many of us are attached to the idea that good moms have clean homes and make all the meals from scratch and never yell? right? How many of us raise your hand if you're like, "Mm, yeah, I kind of definitely hold that ideal. Okay, great. Great. I know that your hand is up. And if it isn't, my guess is, you know, there's some version of that that does ring true for you, that there is some version of if I was just, you know, X, Y, or Z fill in the blank, then I'd be a good mom. If I can make it through the day without, you know, being distracted by my phone, if I could, you know, make it through the day without yelling at my kids, then, you know, then I know I'm a good mom, then it's a good day, right? And so we set ourselves up and then we're attached to that outcome. And then anything less than that outcome, what are we? We failed. We did a bad job, right? We do the same thing with our kids and our kids' behavior, right? Respect looks a certain way. Manners look a certain way. Uh, Grades, right? The way that they perform on sports teams. Um, All of it, how they interact with the people that we introduce them to at the grocery store. We are attached to how they respond to the world. And then when they don't respond that way, there's feelings of, you know, oh, I haven't done my job or my kid's so naughty or you know, what are they going to do when they get older? Like we just create stories because what we are attached to doesn't play out. So I know a lot of you out there listening have younger kids as well as teenagers in the house. And I'm excited to share with you about a new show that you and your younger kids are going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared towards kids ages six and up and can be enjoyed by the whole family. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, the perfect length for a car ride, mealtime, break times, or bedtime. Each is stacked with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. Right? And so then it feels like we've somehow failed. Same thing when I think about, um, you know, I don't know if I shared this with on the podcast before, but um, last year, my husband and I went to couples counseling, which by the way, everybody go to couples counseling with your partner. We all need it. Go monthly or weekly, whatever, because it's so powerful to have a third person who is sitting there and helping the two of you to navigate your relationship. And I know not all of you are in a relationship right now. Not all of you are in a partnership. So um, acknowledging that. But for those of you that are, this is such a valuable tool, right? And when my husband and I started couples counseling, I noticed that I was really attached to him being super excited about it. And guess what? he was not super excited about it. So I noticed that that was annoying to me, right? That was annoying to me. So I had to do my own work to let go of that annoyance. One, because ultimately what I wanted was I I just wanted it to be helpful. I wanted my husband and I to be able to communicate better. I wanted us to both feel seen and heard. And in the end, that's exactly what happened. In the end, when our counselor said, okay, your six sessions have gone by. How are you feeling about things? What do you think about counseling? And my husband said, this was really helpful and I'd like to keep doing it. That was a win, right? Now he didn't interact. I mean, I'm like counseling. Yeah, bring it on. Can I go every day? You know, like I love it. My, my man is really mellow and thank God. Cause if I married myself, oh my God, I'd be a nightmare. Um, but he's really mellow. And for him to be able to say like, this was helpful, that was a win. And if I had been attached to him, like being super excited and animated and, and like making drastic changes in his life, that wouldn't have been helpful. I would have been disappointed. Right. So, you know, whether it's going out on a date or, um, having a, a, a tough conversation with another family member, maybe with your parent or your sibling and being really attached to, okay, we're going to have this conversation and then everything's going to feel so great. And we're going to be so much closer. Just start to notice where you're attached and let that go. Surrender that because it's not so much the outcome isn't I mean, outcome is nice, right? We want, you know, I'm not going to say like, don't worry about the outcome because ultimately we have hard conversations with people to strengthen relationship or to advocate for ourselves or to stand up for ourselves. But really where the power is and where the life is, right? Where the living is, where the work is, is in the conversation, is taking the step towards couples counseling, is you know, deciding you're going out on a date to picking up the phone and, and creating something new in your relationship because you're willing to speak hard truths, right? 
that is that is where the magic is, right? And so I think so often we get attached to things and it's just not helpful. It's just not helpful. And um, and even with our kids, like I was saying about kids' behavior, often, you know, we want them to show up a certain way. We want them to be polite. We want them to use their manners. We want them to be animated and give good handshakes. And guess what? That's not always going to happen. That's not always going to happen. And the most powerful part of growing up is the development of life skills. And so we get to say, hey, let's practice. Let's practice how to interact with someone you don't know when the first time you meet them, right? My son um, this week is trying out for a new basketball team and it's fierce, man. Um, And before he went, I said, you know, I bet you're going to get to meet the coaches, right? You're going to get to meet the coaches and they might want to shake your hand. How's your handshake? And so he shook my hand. Of course, it was like super grip. I was like, okay, okay. That's pretty firm. It's a, you're kind of trying too hard. So let's, you know, how, you know, what does it feel like to have a firm, a firm handshake without breaking the person's knuckles? And so we practiced handshakes and sure enough, he had the opportunity to, as we were leaving the first night of practice, he went over to the main coach and said, thank you. And out came his hand and Ian got to shake his hand. And it was like, all right, I'm so glad we practiced that. Right. Because that's, that was the beauty was the practice. And, you know, and it turned out that that practice influenced the outcome and he was able to give a really good handshake, which, you know, isn't earth shattering or anything, but here he is trying to stand out in a group of 40 plus sixth grade boys, many of which have some serious basketball skills, you know, him showing up at the end and checking in and giving that firm handshake. I'm hoping that scored him some points, right? So anyway, um, yeah, just showing up on this solo show to, I don't know, ramble a little bit about um, what is currently alive and in my mind right now. And I'm, I'm, I am trusting that you are going to pull out of this conversation exactly what you need in moving forward. I so appreciate you listeners. Um, Keep the feedback coming. Please, please, please keep the feedback coming. You can always email me directly at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. I love hearing from you. And you know, some of the things that I hear are specifics about episodes like takeaways, nuggets that you found really helpful. I hear from people who say, um, wow, you know, what you talk about is what I think about, but can't put into words. I love that feedback. I get feedback around, hey, here's a great guest idea and here's the link. You might want to check them out. I love that. I love being connected. So many of my guests have been uh, listeners who have said, hey, check this person out. I love their work and I think it would really resonate with you. So yeah, check in. I am all about relationship people, right? I want to know you by name. So, you know, at the end of each podcast, I have the little blurb with the call to action. And I invite you to join the Live in Love with Joyful Courage Facebook group. Don't just join it. Join it and 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 show up, right? Ask questions, give feedback, offer support. You know, I want to know you. I want to know who you are. I want to know who your kids are. 
when you show up in that group, I want to feel like, oh, hey, there's my girl or hey, there's that dad. I love that dad, right? That is how community is built is when we show up, right? And so this is my invitation to you to show up into our community and really be a part of it. And and any kind of conversation that you're having with yourself around, oh, I don't have anything to offer or, oh, I'm nervous about asking this question. Just know that that community, and I'm in a couple other Facebook groups. The Live and Love group is super supportive, super supportive. Um, and you will be celebrated and loved on. And, um, and the feedback that you get from the group is always right in line with uh, what we talk about on the podcast. So, so come on, let's be in relationship with each other. All right. Be in touch. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening today. I hope that you're, you appreciated the recap and um, are again, taking action in your community to create more belonging and more love and more understanding in the schools and in the towns that you live in. And um, I'll be back next week with a brand new interview. Joyful Courage community, you're amazing. Big thanks and love to my team, including my producer, Chris Mann at Podshaper. Be sure to join in the discussion over at the Live and Love with Joyful Courage group page, as well as the Joyful Courage business page on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts or really anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. You can view the current Joyful Courage swag over at the webpage, intention cards, bracelets, e-course offers, the membership program, one-on-one coaching. It's all waiting for you to take a look. Simply head to www.joyfulcourage.com slash yes. That's joyfulcourage.com slash Y-E-S to find more support for your conscious parenting journey. Any comments or feedback about this show or any others can be sent to Casey at joyfulcourage.com. I personally read and respond to all the emails that come my way. Reach out. Take a breath, drop into your body, find the balcony seat, and trust that everyone is going to be okay. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the no guilt mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.